0: now it's recording
1: okay great all right so this is the latest match chats on leadership uh, with our podcast and uh, the uh, column that we will be doing in the news Uh, very nice to have with us at this very table today it's Jessica Phillips who is the president of now marketing group Jessica welcome it's great to have you with me today
0: hey thanks Matt good to be here
1: yeah all right great so uh, let's get right into it What were your early years like as you were growing up?
0: Oh, so my early years, growing up. So (laughs) we moved around a lot, but I did live in mainly Allen County um, and Ogles County around this area. So I did grow up in Lima, Ohio for the most part. I graduated from Lima Senior. I went through the DECA program there with uh, the late Mr. Jack Black, that Mm. was the DECA professor. He was amazing and had huge influence over me Um, but I was always one that loved working so I I worked my first job was a paper route and then worked at Dairy Queen Um, and then uh, I think I was 14 when I started working there on the one on Allentown Road and then went to Lima Senior got involved with the DECA program and started my career shortly after.
1: Yeah very good. Uh, Jack Black he really instrumental in a lot of folks lives here in this community. What what would you say about uh, Mr. Black?
0: Oh, I I can't say enough good things about Mr. Black. I really had the opportunity to get to know him and he really took time to see qualities in myself that maybe I hadn't seen or even noticed yet. Um, So he actually came to me when I was transferred to Lima senior and seen that and knew a little bit about my story um, when I had come there. And asked me to be a part of the DECA program told me a lot about what it what it was and what it could help hone in on skills um, for working because I was just I always poured myself into work when I was younger and he um, introduced me to to DECA and then helped teach me on interviewing practices and, and customer service customer service was like his specialty um, I don't know if you mm. knew him from working also at Macy's Cafe yeah. where he was like the hostess and uh, just really made everyone feel like they were the most important person in the room. That was a really a big skill that I took away from him. I think like every conversation that you had with anyone make them feel like the most important person in that room. Um, not just that, but really just listening and than that being used for a sales process without somebody feeling like they're being sold. Yeah. So just a few things I learned from him, but just what amazing man, a family man and just all around great guy.
1: Mm, very good. Yeah. Well said. Um, so, uh, knowing that, knowing the DECA piece uh, that uh, you went through, did you know what you wanted to do, uh, as you wanted to enter your professional career?
0: No. <laughs> so I knew what I loved doing. Um, but I always loved technology. I was always a nerd for computers and anything tech. And um, so my first job right out of high school, big girl job, I call it, was working in telecommunications at Verizon, which was in the days of like the Zach Morris phones, the big, big oh, phones. Yeah. Uh, it, it was there during the evolution of us going from those big phones to now trying to convince people that we'd be using photo messaging and text messaging and data where people thought it was crazy they're like i just need my phone to make phone calls Um, but i knew that i loved working in in technology however funny enough i started my college uh, experience out going for psychology I thought that I really loved that part as well. And I, I wanted to work in a child psychology um, with like an emphasis on the art therapy. So I'd started out my career um, in, in psychology, or I should say my schooling in psychology, but my career that I loved doing uh, in telecommunications. And working at Verizon, though, they would pay for your schooling if it was related to the job that you did. And I was quickly finding that marketing was calling me more and more and more because psychology was really a blend of marketing too. Um, so I, I transitioned my schooling so I could get it paid for um, by Verizon to marketing. And then that's how I then fell in love with, with marketing more and more because it, it still had that, that emphasis of psychology really kind of interweaved in there
1: yeah oh great so tell our audience then how uh from that period you got to where you are today with now marketing group as the president of now marketing group
0: sure so i worked my way up at verizon from uh, you know customer service uh, sales leader and then was recruited to be a store manager at a competitor um, of theirs and then promoted uh, within a couple years to distribution partner, where I was working with mom and pop shops to help them open their store, train their team, and sell our product over another one that was in the store. So I was covering Northwest Ohio and Indiana. And during that time, I was starting a family and ended up getting pregnant with my daughter um, and got very, very sick. So I was in the hospital eight out of the nine months that I was pregnant. And unfortunately, they weren't uh, going to keep my position open because they needed the territory covered and couldn't do so with me in the hospital. So they let me go, unfortunately. Um, and during that time though, that I was in the hospital, I had just started helping those businesses right before getting sick. on getting set up with social media. It was new at the time. I was helping them um, market their business there because they had zero marketing budget. And I started getting more and more calls on social media and how to help them do that even from the hospital and even though i wasn't able to, to physically work my brain wasn't turned off you know so i was still wanting to kind of get into more and more things um with with social media and what i could do on the computer and kind of something just clicked i knew that i didn't want to go back to a corporate establishment that um could let somebody go when they were sick and i started realizing all the things i didn't really enjoy about working in a kind of a corporate set culture um, and decided to then start my own around a way that I I enjoyed working, felt like people should be treated and using um, brains over budget to help brands market their company on social media.
1: Yeah. um, Interesting. Uh, In in terms of building your team, how how did that evolve?
0: Yeah, so I started in March 2010. Actually, tomorrow will be 10 years in business. Uh, mm. Tomorrow from the day that we're recording this anyway. Congrats. Uh, 10 years in business. And starting out, I within the first three months, I was very, very fortunate. I had a good mentor um, that was marketing it, a business very similar called 430 Marketing out of Chicago. And he really helped me with a lot of the paperwork. And just having having everything set up and went to um solutions etc uh, uh, rose with kathy keller and she helped me file like all the legal stuff in march to get set up and established and really kind of pointing me in the right direction of where to get plugged in i was already familiar with the chamber and already familiar with uh local networking groups because i was already very much involved working in my Previous job. So, just sharing what I love doing, honestly, the team members came to me. So, within my first three months, I had an office downtown. It was right next door to the meeting place
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: had my first couple team members hired on um, within three months and then six months. Um, Kind of grew from there. And everything has been about really uh, finding others that are passionate about helping businesses. And we have a conversation and it's kind of like, you just, you collect, you know, when somebody has that extra little piece Um, and I love how Simon Sinek says it, he says like the Navy SEALs, they look at who they're bringing on to become an actual SEAL and it's so much about performance, but it's really about who are you going to trust your life with? Like the passion that's there and they hire, you know, 60% on that and 40% off performance.
1: And so that's
0: really what I look at too when I'm hiring a team member.
1: Yeah. Uh, my uh, friend, Brian Garber, who I've interviewed in the past uh, with Keybridge, he calls it jet fuel. He likes to be around people who have jet fuel. And so he always tells me I have jet fuel for him, but uh, I really believe he has jet fuel for me. So uh, I like what you're saying there. Uh, you talked about customer service and how important that was to Mr. Black and uh, how he uh, instilled that in you. and. Gave you that uh, that pathway. Uh, what do you say to your team and your clients about customer service?
0: Yeah, I always tell them it's not what we do, but it's how we do it. You know that our message is bigger than our product or service, and the same goes for them. So it really is about um, going deeper to really understand and, and treat the person as if they're an ex- we're an extension of their team or they're part of the now family, as we like to call it. Um, I'm not sure if you've read um, the book on how to win friends and influence people, but that book honestly breaks down all the principles of just really how to build a deeper relationship at the end of the day. And that's the only thing that's going to get people to stick with you is if you really truly invest in their story, what they're, what they're passionate about and then help them see that through fruition. So all the team members really understand we, our whole, process of everything that we do is literally called care uh, customer care and it's uh, an acronym so the first thing that we do is help them capture attention of their ideal audience articulate their message so people can grow word-of-mouth referrals for them build real relationships for repeat referral business and then the E is about exceptional experiences so everything we do we add that care element into that and that's our full process of helping our clients do the same thing because when you're in the world of marketing, it's really about um, telling that story, you know, of, of who you are, what you're about and why somebody should choose you over another person. And the element of care is what will, uh, allow your audience to ch- turn from just like followers on your page to true fans of your business you know and your clients instead of just being a client of yours to a- an advocate of yours you know and your team members instead of just working there being evangelists for you and then really your community being people that you can collaborate with. so it's that shift um, that makes all the difference.
1: Yeah very good. We're visiting with Jessica Phillips, the president of Now Marketing Group uh, and we're talking about uh, on leadership, when you think about the Dale Carnegies and others, uh, who would you recommend to uh, young leaders, middle leaders, and uh, maybe even aging leaders today uh, that you would recommend uh, to not only follow via uh, social media but also engage in their articles and their books?
0: Oh, my favorites today are Seth Godin. Um, he's been my favorite. <laughs> I would say forever. I have all of his books I love his way of, of thinking and it's just so real and relevant. Um, as well as Simon Sinek, he mm-hmm. really talks about just the art of how to treat people and how to really um, tell stories. So I, I really love his approach as well. Um, and he, even some of the, the oldies, <laughs> but the goodies, you know, Jim Rohn, like I love his stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but those are probably my favorites, I would say. As it relates to marketing your business and the whole customer service approach. Um, One other one that I'll throw in there, just because I believe that it's no longer our story to tell, and that's always been true, but now even more true than ever before, with 90% of all buying decisions starting online and the definition of peer recommendation is is loosely uh, defined now because we're looking at reviews from people that are leaving reviews on Amazon and trusting them like it's a peer telling us that. So I would recommend uh, Jay Baer, and it's B-A-E-R. He talks about just how to, you know, have talk triggers to get people to want to share and talk about you and how to hug your haters is the other name of his book on how to embrace the feedback that is coming in. Um, around your business and how to harness that in a way that is gonna only make us better.
1: Yeah, very good. Uh, When you think about your team and building your team, what do you look for when you hire uh, your team members outside of just the the passion side, which uh, you talked about uh, prior?
0: Yeah, I look. of course, that's like my number one is the passion. But other than that, I look for work ethic. Uh, and integrity. How are they going to work within a team? Uh, and what is their superpower, right? So, like, mm-hmm. what is the thing that they can do? Um, I love the saying, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need a new room. Like, I want team members and people <laughs> around me that are smarter than me <laughs> and, and what their zone of genius is. So, I look for that and I look to see um, are they driven internally and really all about doing their thing that they do really well with excellence. Um, and because that's the thing you can't train. And we have a very laid back work environment and it only works when everyone is holding up their, their part and doing their, doing their end of the bargain um, because we have a small but mighty kind of team, if you will. Um, and and our, laid, our work environment is two days in the office except for now in the self-quarantine, but two yeah. days in the office and three days at working from home. Um so there's there's a lot of room there where you have to have that discipline yeah. internally in order to and enjoy doing what you're doing in order to make it work.
1: Yeah. Uh how has your leadership evolved over time?
0: Mm. I would say I'm always learning. Uh, I would never say that I was a strong like manager or micro, like I don't like micromanaging. I'm one that just kind of share something that needs done and trust that people are going to do it. But I also learned that not every way, everyone communicates the same way. I'm really learning to um, look at who I'm working with to communicate in the way that best serves them maybe it's written out for some people versus me just kind of talking it out with being excited and walking away. So I would say just uh, evolving with adapting how I communicate with people in the way that they need communicated
1: to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, What's the best advice that you've ever received?
0: Oh. so many. I would say – um, my the quote I live by is you know live life as everything's rigged in your favor. So just really mindset is everything. Kind of that that's what it boils down to is you know when you have a good mindset and you're hopeful and you know have your goals of where you want to go and are passionate about it. That energy is contagious, right? So I would say um, mindset is the the most important thing that you can invest in as a leader and a,
1: as a team. Yeah, no, very good. Um, that's, uh, that's great. Uh, let me, uh, let me ask you about uh, your experience with al the Leadership and what that year looked like uh, for you.
0: Yeah, so I actually went through online Leadership twice. Lucky me, because I loved it so much. And I was helping out oh. with just taking photos and things like that. Uh, but I loved the experience, one, because I lived in the city my whole life and still didn't realize how much I didn't know (laughs) about how our community was ran. Um, And I have a whole new level of respect for the, the police departments and the manufacturing here and just all the community leaders, not only what they're, what they've built, but also what they've given to make sure that our community is, is taken care of and thriving. And so seeing it from that, that aspect from, Uh, a day in their life, if you will, because we get to do ride-alongs and and tour some of these facilities, which you know has really opened up uh, a lot of awareness around what our city really has to offer and a sense of pride around our city even more so, um, as well as the relationships that it builds. You'd be surprised within the first two days um, of Outline leadership, they do a lot of kind of get to know one another and a lot of authentic relating type games. And you'll be surprised how much you kind of get past all the surface level stuff. Uh, that's what I loved about it. You get past, oh, Hey, my name is Matt and I work for, you know, online leadership, but to the nitty gritty of, kind of more of the personality and the behind yeah. the person. Um, so those friendships have maintained since 2012, you know, when I went through it to now we're still in contact. We still smile and say hello. And it's been really cool as we've connected and watched everyone's kind of career path even um, evolved since then. And, and now they're reaching, you know, top tier kind of manager status, if you will. And we've maintained these friendships that, that are really uh, supportive of one another.
1: I agree. That's, that's really, uh, I I knew two people when I went into the class, thought I knew everybody in the class or every, I thought I knew everybody uh, in the community. And then I thought I knew everything about the community. And of course that was all wiped away uh, once you get into it, because I knew two people in my class and I went through it in 2001 uh, and uh, our graduation night actually was September 11, 2001, uh, which was postponed. But So you'll never forget your graduation date uh, if that's, that happens to be the date. Uh, but I thought it was such a great experience because now I have these friends who might be in the banking industry. I uh, just interviewed Mike Swick, the CEO of Online Leadership. He was in, uh, I'm sorry, of uh, Memorial Hospital. And he was in my class, and he also worked at the Dairy Queen, uh, just like you did. So, great people have great starts here in our community. Uh, I'd ask you, Jessica, what advice would you give to new entrepreneurs?
0: Mm, never stop learning. One, just continue to invest in learning and honing in your skill sets uh, continually. Like that's something that we really believe. At Now Marketing Group, really ten percent of your time should be spent training, but then also connect with peers. You know, find your community, find your tribe, because we need—we all need someone at some point. You know, where whether you just mentioned, you know, reached out someone in the banking industry that maybe can help you, you know, or um, whatever that looks like. But you need to be able to have a peer network especially as an entrepreneur, because if not, it could be a very lonely road if you don't, um, because you you work, you have to be really excited and driven about what you're doing. Um, you know, they say, unfortunately, 95% of all businesses, small businesses don't make it 10 years. So the ones that do have surrounded themselves with people and made it about a community and continue to invest uh, in themselves and in their process over time.
1: Yeah. Very good. Uh, what, what would you say to those folks that in 2007, you know, reading Tom Friedman's book uh, that uh, the whole world changed because of uh, that, that uh, handheld computer, the iPhone and now social media, uh, what, what, what's going to happen in the next five to 10 years that you see uh, as you've gone down your pathway with social media and with technology?
0: Yeah. Um, they're predicting, I mean, even more growth, like it's going to make, the last 10 years kind of look <laughs> like
1: We're just uh, it's gonna be right?
0: really yeah so I mean um, now it's just gonna change is gonna happen faster because we have the technology there and changes happen rapidly rapidly um, so what it's gonna look like is speed ease of use and convenience are gonna be the businesses that win so I mean brands need to start thinking like Amazon right like how can I make things easier uh, for people to do business with me whether they're in person or online and the brands we're seeing it now in a time where we're in social you know distancing and isolation but sales for businesses online are up 33 percent right now because people are looking for where can i shop online get it conveniently um but also at the same in the same breath i'm saying that It's also going to be businesses that understand that nothing's going to be more powerful than your relationships. So you need to have all of that accessibility there for your business, for people to do things as if they were in person until something breaks or they need help with something. They want a real person to talk to. So you kind of need to have the best of both worlds in your business um, and be able to adapt to that. So really be able to adapt to the world of online shopping and commerce and uh, doing business as well as still training your team for those practices that businesses knew when they were first getting started, you know, that it's about the people. Um, so being able to, you know, be open to maybe having remote team members as well as um, different ways of connecting and staying in contact with your, your clients and your customers ongoing.
1: Yeah, that's very educational for our audience. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, last question. Uh, what's next on the horizon? For now, marketing and your team uh, as we move forward here uh, in the early stages of the 21st century.
0: Yeah, so we are always looking at ways of adapting and growing as well with our process. Um, We've learned that the needs of businesses as the needs for online have evolved. We try to make it uh, our process and our packaging a lot simpler. So we've done some things there, as well as really invest in growing our conference that we do here each year uh, called Social Media Week Lima, really trying to make it more accessible for brands to get in and and learn about what's to come and do a two day training on here's what's coming, here's how you can get some more information um, and, and really be ready for these changes that are happening and then also continuing to work with community partners to make sure that our community comes first and has every, you know, tool that they need to be successful should they need it with free trainings and things like that that we're doing online.
1: Yeah. Your seminars coming up that you mentioned, uh, and we're, we're, we're recording this on March 26th. So we're at the, uh, beginnings or, you know, in, in the first couple of weeks of this, uh, COVID-19, uh, extremely uh, difficult time for our nation and and our region. Um, When is your seminar and uh, how can people get more information on that?
0: Sure. So traditionally it's in June, (laughs) the third week in June. We did just to be safe. uh, We delayed it back. So our our, uh, new date is July 29th and 30th. Mm -hmm. And all the information is posted at sociallima.com.
1: Yeah, very good. They're very good. And, and what can one expect if they end up uh, choosing to attend the two-day uh, workshop?
0: Yeah, I'm very privileged where I get to travel and speak um, all over the world right now, which has been awesome. And I've made some really cool connections with other great speakers, from, and people that work at Facebook and Google. And so we bring the best of the best really into to Lima for 2 days it's it's amazing how many people are willing to come and invest because they they love our community when they come here and they're like these people are passionate and hungry and in really entrepreneurial spirit lives in Lima um so they're they're passionate they come there so you can expect to to learn a lot meet some amazing speakers that many of them have become friends with several of the attendees after they leave um and a community that's very supportive and welcoming to to everyone that comes
1: Yeah, very good. Jessica Phillips, the president of Now Marketing, it's been a pleasure having you on uh, the On Leadership with Matt Childers and Alan Lima. Leadership. Uh, Really appreciate you. Congratulations on all your success. Congratulations on 10 years and thank you for being such a great uh, uh, partner and ambassador with the leadership group. Uh, We really appreciate it. So thank you for your time today.
0: Thank you so much for having me on.